Hello and welcome to the Rationable Podcast, your weekly deep dive into how science and critical thinking make you immune to scams, fads and hoaxes. I am your host, Abhijit. Let's dig in. Hey everyone, welcome again to the Rationable Podcast. I've uh, Sorry I've been so inconsistent with the episodes. Lately it's been a little bit of a time crunch, there's a lot happening in life and you know how it is. You get sidetracked and you just have to, you know, squeeze your way through piles of work, a lot of family commitments and whatnot. But I'm I'm not going to, I'm not cribbing about it. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that I'm back and I'm going to try and make as frequent, consistent episodes as I possibly can from now on. There's really no excuse. This is what I love to do. So I have to do it. Um, and if you are not subscribed yet to the podcast, please consider subscribing. It would mean a lot to me and it will make sure that, you know, I've, the podcast comes to your app whenever it does. <laughs> if, if, you know, no matter how much time passes in between, whenever there's a new app episode, it will be with you immediately. So it'll be, it'll be a good thing for both of us, I like to think. So there's been a lot of vaccine talk happening Recently, I've written a couple of articles and done a couple of podcasts about exactly this thing, about vaccines and the anti-vax movement that has been happening over the last several years. And it doesn't seem to show any signs of letting up. But I, I wanted to dig into one rather scary question. What if the anti-vaccine movement won? What if they got what they wanted? And... We really don't need to go back 20 or 30 years to figure out what the answer to this is because it's happening right now. Not only have there been lots of measles outbreaks across the US and even in Europe, but there's been a massive one in Samoa. And this, is, this one, I think, is the scariest incident and an example of what could happen if vaccines disappeared suddenly one day. So today we're going to look into this incident and see how it happened. Now, before we go in depth with the actual incident, if you don't know what measles is, let me give you a little bit of a primer. Now, according to the World Health Organization, measles is caused by a virus in the paramyxovirus family, and it's normally passed through direct contact and through the air. The virus infects the respiratory tract, then spreads through the body. Measles is a human disease and is not known to occur in animals. It grows inside you for about 10 to 12 days before you feel the symptoms, which are a cough, runny nose, red eyes, and small white spots inside your cheek. Then the rash comes after about three days. Now, a tiny percentage of people die from measles, but most of them tend to be either children younger than five years of age or people over 30, and there can be other complications too. Again, from WHO, most measles-related deaths are caused by complications associated with the disease. 
Serious complications are more common in children under the age of 5 or adults over the age of 30. The most serious complications include blindness, encephalitis, which is an infection that causes brain swelling, severe diarrhea and related dehydration, ear infections or severe respiratory infections such as pneumonia. Severe measles is more likely among poorly nourished children, especially those that have insufficient vitamin A or whose immune systems have been weakened by HIV or AIDS or other diseases. Now let's get into the meat of it. How did this happen? Now, the vaccination rate in Samoa had dropped to 31% since last year. There was an incident that caused this. There were two infants who died after nurses injected them with the MMR vaccine mixed with an expired muscle relaxant instead of saline solution. The outrage was justified and it was widespread. I mean, no shit. I hope those nurses get blacklisted and thrown in jail, if it's possible. That's criminal negligence at its worst. Now, this led to people distrusting vaccines on a massive scale. There were, and of course, as soon as this happened, all the celebrity anti-vaxxers like Del Bigtree and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. grabbed this incident and they jumped in as an opportunity to spread their brand of bullshit. They blame the vaccines instead of the nurses, of course. Parents who are already outraged and scared for their children's lives obviously started listening and, you know, stopped vaccinating. And they became very hesitant towards vaccinating at the very least. Vaccinations came to a grinding halt, making the whole population vulnerable. And the percentage, as I said before, dropped to 31% vaccinations. I mean, that is... 31% was the percentage of people in the country who were vaccinated. It's suspected that someone flew into the country with a virus. People are saying it was most probably somebody from New Zealand. Not to blame New Zealand, of course. This uh, then spread through the population like wildfire. According to the Samoan government's Facebook page, the outbreak led to 5,210 cases as of December 15th, 2019, of the 72 people dead, 59 of them were children below the age of four. Now, there are still people in hospitals, so I hope the remaining patients recover and go home to their families as soon as they do. Fortunately, the government has taken very strict action by mandating that every single eligible person gets vaccinated as soon as possible uh, this this was a step taken of several weeks ago. Now the vaccination rate is at 93%. So the epidemic is starting to slow down. Thank goodness the end is in sight. Now, the people who I, I have to say piss me off are the anti-vaxxers out there on social media have been using this horrific tragedy to spread their ideas there are many claiming that the vaccine drive by the Samoan government is the reason people are getting measles, which of course is the exact opposite of the truth. In fact, it is very well documented that the massive mandatory vaccine drive is the very reason why the epidemic is slowing down. 
There was also a very prominent Samoan anti-vaxxer, Edwin Tamasese, if that's his, how his name is pronounced, was arrested. He was arrested, he was thrown in jail, and he was trying to tell people that they should give their kids vitamin A and vitamin C in place of vaccines. Fine, the, a, a lack of vitamins A can lead to a child getting measles, but it can't fight the measles once the kids got it. That is not a solution. Anyway, he has been locked up, fortunately, and I hope he stays in there for a very long time without any access to social media. He is one person who should never be allowed to touch a smartphone or a computer again. Anyway, there's a link which I have placed in the show notes and in the article I've written, which is the transcript, a rough transcript of this episode, uh, which has given a full Twitter thread uh, from MD Fiscus MD or at Dr. D-R-F-I-X-U-S, who has given a full timeline of the entire measles outbreak story from beginning to end. It's very interesting to read. The leading proponents spreading this anti-vaccine propaganda in Samoa and to the Samoan government have been, as I mentioned before, American TV producer and author Del Bigtree, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., an American politician. Of course, Twitter and Hollywood are already overflowing with people spouting the same nonsense that is killing children right now. In an article published by Al Jazeera, Communications Minister Afamasaga Riko Tapai said anti-vaxxers spreading conspiracy theories are hindering the unprecedented public health mobilization. The anti-vaxxers, unfortunately, have been slowing us down, he told TVNZ. We've had children who have passed away after coming to the hospital as a last resort. And then we find out the anti-vaccine message has got to their families. And that's why we've kept these kids at home, he said. So Samoa is a victim of arrogant ignorance, conspiracy theories, and the lack of critical thinking promoted by the anti-vax movement. Those nurses with whom this all started, they made a mistake. It was a, fav it was a fatal mistake that took two young lives, but it wasn't intentional. What these anti-vaxxers like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. are doing and all the people who follow him is intentional. They don't want people to use vaccines because they think vaccines are harmful. Well, it's now plain to see what the absence of vaccines can do to a nation. Almost 60 kids have died. Each one of these could have easily been saved. Can you imagine what their families are going through? Now, we are all looking on and feeling so helpless as this tragedy has unfolded. And the epidemic may have slowed down, but the country is still struggling for resources and reeling from its effects. There's one noble tweeter, Trix, who has started a GoFundMe account to raise money to be sent to the Samoan government. Please donate whatever you can to help in this time of crisis. I've already given. It's your turn. Please go to the link I have added in the show notes for uh, to go to the GoFundMe webpage where you can donate whatever amount that you are able. I'm sure it'll help. Now, this horrible tragedy is a dark prediction of what can happen if to any of our nations, 
if anti-vaccine ideas spread and take hold among its people. I've already heard of this propaganda coming to India through social media apps like WhatsApp, Twitter, and Facebook. And this blows my mind because our country still hasn't managed to get vaccines to everyone in the country, especially in rural India. And yet people have already started taking them for granted to such an extent that they believe the anti-vax ideas. How does that even happen? How disconnected do you have to be from reality to be able to believe that kind of nonsense? The only way to prevent this from happening again in any other countries is to challenge anti-vaccine ideas whenever we see or hear them. It's tiring at times, I know, and I'm sure you'll want to lash out at some point, but do not let it deter you. Talk to these people respectfully. You have to understand that insulting them isn't going to change their minds, no matter how infuriated you may be while talking to them. No one will be willing to listen to your points if you start calling them names. Reasoning with them using a good quality evidence is always the best way to go. If there's any information you need that you can't find or have any questions you want to ask about vaccines, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to help. And please keep having these conversations. Every person we talk to matters. Don't give up or lose yourself to the outrage. There are children's lives at stake. Thank you so much for listening to The Rationable Podcast with me, Abhijit. For the show notes, transcript, references and further reading, visit www.berationable.com. Let's continue the conversation on the Rationable Conversations group on Facebook and at Be Rationable on Twitter. If social media is not your thing, you can also write to me at abhijit at berationable.com. If you enjoyed the episode, consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends and family. Until next time, be rational.